Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for singers, songwriters, musicians, recording artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated, which provides management, publicity, and related services. The show website is nhte.net and has lots from all episodes, plus links to social media and podcast listening platforms. Do be sure that you have also signed up there for the weekly e-newsletter. There have been some exclusives in the newsletter that either haven't been made public anywhere else or were at least first seen in the newsletter, so be sure you're signed up for that. The folks who get that have even gotten access to discounts lower than anyone else. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Nashville, my guest is a recording artist and guitar player who released a bunch of music in 2020 and has this year launched a bi-weekly live performance YouTube series that is getting a lot of attention. In 2020, as an artist, he surpassed a combined 1 million streams across all streaming platforms. He has coined the term country punk, for the subgenre that he considers his music to fall in, he put out his sophomore EP this past November with some notable Music Row songwriters working on that project. You've been hearing a song of his called Old Money. It's my pleasure to welcome to now hear this entertainment, Manny Blue. Hello, what's up, Bruce? Hey, Manny, thanks for being here this afternoon. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You bet, you bet. So if listeners go look for it, there is a picture out there of you with a jacket that on the back says, our love is like old money. So let's start off by having you tell the audience all about old money, the song that was just playing during the intro. Yeah. Uh, old money is uh, a song that came to me and thought, you know, I thought that, um, it was exactly what I wanted um, what I, a song I, that I was looking for, as well as a song that um, I thought, you know, uh, could be could, could be the, the um, example of uh, of what I wanted for for uh, the album. And um, it was a, a song that I thought sonically sounds exactly down the middle uh, of what I wanted to to sort of head towards in my career. Uh, and I thought it was a song that was so well written, and I think the imagery is is beautiful, and and uh, I think the I love things that kind of uh, kind of are at a bit of a juxtaposition where the music's loud, um, and uh, you know it's kind of uh, heavy overdrive type stuff, along with um, you know really sentimental uh, and beautiful lyrics, um, and and like I said, the imagery of of the way it's all put together, I think was uh, was unbelievable. So definitely a song that I, I wanted to cut. So explain that line that I just read, our love is like old money. What what does that mean? Because the listeners, I apologize, audience, that I was talking over Manny's song, and, and I do encourage you to go look for it and listen to it uninterrupted. Uh, but Manny, just share with the audience what the song is about, and like I said, what that means, what that expression means, our love is like old money. Yeah, so it, it, it's it's about long-lasting love and, and wanting to go, um, you know, through decades with with a partner um, mm. that you know you, you fall in love with. Uh, old money is kind of a term of you know having generational wealth, and, yeah. and I and 
to me the the money of the song you know the, the word money in that song uh is really um a a a word that is in place for for love and um and and that's that's the, the whole thing it, the whole song kind of describes um you know wealth and things like that but but it's really just uh uh talking about love and, and wanting to have the generational you know love you know you know you, you meet each other young you know get married and grow old together and that's kind of something um that I'm striving for in my life and, and I think a lot of people can relate and I think uh, the songwriters did a really good job on it nice nice I like it I like it well, both for Manny and for the audience, follow me on this. There was a guest on this show who, and this was after being on Now Hear This Entertainment, wrote a blog called Why I've Been Singing Since I Was Three is a Stupid Backstory and What to Say Instead. And, <laughs> man, in your case, Manny, your backstory is anything but that. Tell us about where you're from originally and all the years you spent in sports and then how that led you into music. Yeah, um, I grew up in Montreal, Quebec, um, in Canada. Uh, grew up playing hockey. Uh, started skating at two, mm. so I played hockey at four. Um, I would always love to go watch my dad play hockey. Uh, you know, in the men's leagues and stuff like that. So we grew up with a very athletic uh, sort of family. My, my brother actually went and played in France, um, and just ended about a year ago, two years ago. Wow. And. Um, uh, yeah, we grew up playing playing hockey, playing soccer. Um, I ended up because of my soccer background, I ended up getting uh, playing kicker um, in college uh, for football, and and then found a love for MMA, and uh, that's sort of how it all kind of it, it kind of started and ended pretty quick. I think I did four years of MMA, um, had my first amateur fight, and uh, and told my quad, and in the recovery process kind of was looking for for a new passion or, or something to do while I was recovering um thankfully I won the fight <laughs> but um you know in the, in the recovery I thought that uh guitar might be something really cool I always liked to sing nothing nothing crazy but I was um it's kind of like the one who wasn't shy at karaoke kind of deal um okay. and thought that uh so I always enjoyed it but uh, I thought maybe accompanying myself with an acoustic guitar would be a really cool, cool thing to, to learn how to do. Uh, and that's, uh, that's how I started in music. So does that mean that had that injury not happened, were you trying to become an MMA fighter? Like now music is your career, but were you, did you see yourself as this is what I want to do? I want to become an MMA fighter? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Wow. I loved it. I mean, I'm, I'm ultra competitive. I'm ultra competitive. Um, and I thought that there's no... Um, kind of pure pure way of, of competing than sort of hand-to-hand combat and um though it was stressful and, and there was some really grueling days um that's where i had my, my my mind to it was to become an mma fighter and hopefully a ufc champ at one point and wow. um luckily Montre- montreal's got an awesome gym called tristar that have awesome fighters coming in and out of there um and and uh developing too so the amateur uh, group at, at TriStar was unbelievable, um, and and you know we get to see the pros coming in and out, and, and got to spar with some pros um, that I, I you know some I did really well against, and, and some that uh, <laughs> I didn't. But um, you know I think that it, it's a really cool sort of um, uh, thing to be able to 
to see these pros come in and out and how they train and, and, and even get to get in the spar with them, whether they're, you know, in the middle of, uh, you know, coming back from injury or about to start camp and just need to get the sort of rust off. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they come in and spar lightly with the, with the amateurs. And, and, uh, I was able to, you know, hold my own and, 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 and do really well, which was really, really cool. And, um, I, I think, you know, my, I've spoken to my trainer. I still speak to him, uh, though I, I don't train anymore. Uh, he was, a he, he fought in the UFC and, and, and is still fighting professionally. And, uh, and he was telling me that, you know, the potential was, was there and, uh, and I felt it. So it was definitely something I, I was really excited about and, and, and thought would be my, my life moving forward. Yeah. And so for the audience, I wanted you to hear all that to understand where MMA was in Manny's life. And for that matter, where music was, or I should say where music wasn't to understand <laughs> where he was and where he has come to. So, Manny, now I, I introduced you and I said you're calling in from Nashville. So was this a classic case of an artist saying, oh, I, I got to move to Nashville? I, I mean, when and why did you move to, to Music City? Because I guess I'm saying, you know, kind of fill that gap for us because here you are saying you got injured. You said, well, I guess I'm not going to fight MMA anymore. You picked up a guitar. You found like, oh, okay, this is this is what I think I, I'd like to do now. So how do you go from that into being now established in Nashville? Yeah, it was a fun process. Um, I, you know, started playing and, and uh, singing songs. I actually wanted to do blues. Um, I was a big fan of Gary Clark Jr. and, and John Mayer mm. um, and sort of their guitar playing um, mm. which I haven't I'm not I, I wouldn't say that I, I ever got to to that level um, and so <laughs> for you saying guitar you know singer and guitar player is very very generous but um, I uh, yeah I ended up being able to to make some contacts back home that um, knew some publishers here in Nashville um, set up some recording sessions uh, and, and I flew down fell in love with the city, the town and the vibe and the culture here. And, um, I did, I did it in two shots and in between there going out and doing sort of the Nashville thing of, of networking and meeting people within the industry and ended up meeting my now manager, um, Nathan, who was on the phone with me. And he, he, when we, after we met, he goes, I'd love to work with you. Um, but it'd be much easier if, uh, if we worked in the same room. Mm. So, after that, that's all I needed to hear, and it was a perfect excuse, and, and it was uh, a lot easier to tell my parents, uh, oh, hey, I want to move to Nashville and pursue a career in music, and, and there's people down there that are willing to help and, and, and uh, keep me busy, and, and that was the main the main thing, is I I wanted to come to Nashville with a purpose, and, uh, and with, um, you know, with an idea of starting off correctly and, and kind of uh, trying to hit stride uh, almost right away. Um, and and uh, I was able to do that, luckily, to, to Nathan and, and the team that they have at Zero to 60, um, which is his development company uh, for young art, for, for, for developing artists. And, um, I, you know, I, I think that anyone trying to come to Nashville, I mean, that whole process was, was very helpful. Um, I, I, I came down in uh, September of 2018, and you know it was uh there was a lot of things that had to uh had to get done before we started releasing songs um you know as far as just finding out what kind of artist i wanted to be and a lot of self-reflection so you know the the end of 2018 was was really exciting to kind of go through that process and and uh hit 2019 kind of you know running and, and and we released my first single uh i think it was uh 
early February of 2019. So it, it moved pretty quick once I got here, um, and uh, and I couldn't be more uh, I couldn't be happier with the way it's going. Yeah, but I like that you pointed out that you made sure that there was a foundation established for you there first. That it wasn't just kind of a kick in the tires thing, like eh. I've I've been there once or twice. I, I think I'll move there for a bit and see how it goes. Yeah. It's good that you had people in your corner that were ready to really get you moving. And, and from what I understand, y'all really did move pretty quickly because keeping in mind, audience, that, you know, we're basically a year now into the pandemic. So, Manny, you're saying you moved there in, was it 2018 or 19? I moved there in 2018. Uh, September. Okay. And I, and I believe that before you know it, you were out on tour both in the U.S. and Canada, yes? Yeah. So, um, yeah, moving along with the theme of, of things moving quickly, uh, we were lucky uh, that April. Um, we didn't even have a, a whole album out yet. We had we were releasing singles at the beginning of the year, and, and, and that uh, April we were able to get on a cross-Canadian tour Um with a, a really awesome uh, Canadian artist, George Canyon, um, and he and he kind of co-headlined with with uh, a duo called Doc Walker and and now uh, Canadian Country Music Hall of Famer uh, Charlie Major. And to be able to experience that and, and you know so our first time on a tour bus and uh, going through that process and, and getting to to talk to the guys. I mean, they were great with us and, and kind of help us through the through the whole tour it was a two-month tour and we had three days off uh in total so um it was a lot it was a lot of singing it was a lot of moving around um and so to have sort of that support of guys that have been doing it you know much longer was uh really helped myself and the band and uh you know there's nothing better than stage time so um, it definitely helped our development as far as uh, as stage performers too. Yeah, that's awesome. And and so speaking of development, there was something that I picked up on when you were talking about when you did get to Nashville. You said one of the things that I needed to figure out was what kind of artist I wanted to be. And so before we get too much farther into all this, let's make sure the audience understands what the term country punk is, which I referred to in the intro that you coined that phrase. So yes. explain what that genre is. Yeah, um, it, it basically was an evolution to get there. Um, you know, the, the first album that I had made was was very much more pop, um, which was cool, and, and it's what I was listening to, and it's it, it's uh, it's what I knew. You know, after coming down to Nashville, um, I got to understand that there's so many different colors to, to country music, and um, that country music really is predominantly a storytelling genre. And whichever way you want to sort of wrap that musically uh, is is up to you and and sort of your influences. So when I found that out, I thought, you know, I really wanted to to go a little heavier and and kind of bring back the rock and roll stuff that I liked, you know, the the Jimi Hendrix and and, um, uh, Aerosmith type type uh, sounds and things like that. Um, And 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 we were able to, you know, achieve that, you know, with a song like Old Money. Um, and, and, you know, moving into 2021 after a year of not being on the road and stuff like that, uh, and, and working on, on new songs and, and a new, and new projects, um, I really wanted to kind of distinguish exactly what it was, uh, I, I wanted to do and, and how to, you know, differentiate. And I think that a, a lot of country rock songs are kind of, uh, uh, heavier, 
and but a little bit slow and i felt like there's missing some of that sort of punk up tempo-ness um you know and, and so to be able to to coin the phrase country punk i thought was was a really fun and motivating thing uh uh, I mean, not every song is gonna is gonna sound like that. You know, there's dynamics on a, on a, on a project. Sure. Um, but ultimately, it's still country music uh, with, with a punk attitude. Well, there's something that I read in my preparation for this interview that I think it was a quote from you, and this is off the top of my head, but I believe it said, "It's too country to be rock, and it's too rock to be country." Am I correct? Yeah, that was something that was told to us quite a bit. Um, and you know, after going through the frustrations of, of being told that I decided to lean into it and, and, and kind of, uh, just say, look, this is, this is the kind of music I want to do. Um, this is the kind of way I want to approach it. And, and this is what we're going to be doing moving forward. And, um, you know, coining a phrase that, or sort of subgenre that, you know, nobody's really ever said or, or, or talked about. Uh, was a fun way to do that and allows me to not be necessarily put in a box yeah. uh, and, and really explore sonically what I want to do, um, you know, style. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of, 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 of fashion and um, and I love the rock and roll, you know, uh, of vibes. So it was definitely a way for me to be able to kind of step outside the box and let everybody know like, hey, I'm not, I'm not an artist that is put in a box and, and going to necessarily – uh, do what everybody else is doing. So yeah, and I applaud you. I think it's awesome that people told you that, and you kind of went like, "Well, too bad. <laughs> I'm going to do that kind of music anyways." For some reason, my mind is going all the way back to Buddy Holly, you know, and and people kind of saying, you know, well, you know, it's not really a style of music that people are looking for here, son. And he's like, "Well, we're just going to do it anyways." <laughs> so I, I like that. You, well, I think that yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's, sorry, I didn't need to talk over you, um, but there's a lot that goes into it. And, and you know, after you go through the, the you know, you, you feel you, kind of frustrated and, and sure. disappointed, um, you, there's two ways to go. is either you conform to what people want to hear and, and what you think might work, or you stick to your guns and, and, and double down. And, and I've always been um, kind of uh, rebellious in the way of just doing things the way I, I, I see fit. And, you know, there's a way to pull that off correctly and there's a way to, to do it wrong. And it's a matter of finding the path that is correct for it and, and, uh, participating in, in, I, I mean, I love the country music community. Sure. Um, but you know, being here in Nashville, it, 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 it celebrates so many different styles of music and, and different styles of bands. And I got friends in other bands that are, you know, also kind of country, but have also different influences and they have their own sound and it's great. And, um, I think it's super cool. So it's, it's not a, and I want to be clear that it's not a diss at country. I love country music and I listen to, you know, everything from Cody Johnson to Hardy, uh, Brantley Gilbert. But, you know, I, I also like to listen to, uh, uh, Post Malone and sort of this resurgence of, of pop punk that's coming back. Gotcha. You know, with Machine Gun Kelly and, and Motson and Youngblood and everything Travis Barker's doing. So, um, I'm inspired by a lot of things that I hear. Uh, there's there's a lot of, of music that is uh, celebrated here in Nashville, and, and I kind of, you know, thought I was inspired by being here in Nashville and, you know, deciding that um, I want to kind of explore it and play with, with sounds and, 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 you know, create my own color for country. So just so we're clear, is the EP from last November your first release in the country punk genre, or would the music that you released before then fall under that category too? 
I, I would say that the the the, music, the album I released last year was a stepping stone to getting to country punk. Um, okay. uh, country punk is is going to be 2021. Everything we have going. Um, and things that we're releasing uh, this year okay. is sort of the start of, of country punk. But, you know, it, it takes going, it's a derivative off of country rock. And, and that's that's what I wanted to do. And, and I felt like there may be a, a gap missing there where there's that up-tempo rock and roll stuff that, that is ne- not necessarily uh, found in the country rock space. And, and I thought that I could, we can fill it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I got the, the guys to do it, the, the band to, to be able to pull that off. And, and we're really excited about what's coming this year. Well, at the beginning of this episode, we were playing, and then you talked about the song Old Money. That is actually from the EP that I'm referring to that you put out last November. Share with the audience about that project, Manny, including, as I had also mentioned, some of the writers that worked on it. Yeah. Well, so on the on the big tour we ended up doing in Canada, uh, we were playing a lot more of like this sort of... Uh, uh, a pop country thing and I wanted to and, and my guys are all rock influenced guys uh, and so we ended up playing the songs uh, more of a rock version of them uh, and I liked them more um, and so going into making this this uh, second EP uh, which I titled New Ink um, I wanted to kind of take the, the sort of spirit of the band and, and the way that we play and put that into uh, the studio project and really and really start to hone our sound in, in more of this rock space and um, you know I worked with Aaron Essis who was the producer who was unbelievable uh, and he, he wrote Old Money and so when a song like Old Money comes around and it's exactly what I want you know as far as the the, the overall sound of of new ink uh, it's easy when the producer wrote the song mm. and, and uh, you know kind of made the demo so I, I went to him and said hey you know what you did on, on Old Money is exactly what I want for the album to sound and he understood it right away and said got it and and um, I think I'm really proud of that project and um, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun to, to play so five songs on the EP listeners and it's called New Ink and we'll be talking about another song from that too I'm joined today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Nashville by recording artist and guitar player Manny Blue visit his official website at mannybluemusic.com and do note that there is no E at the end of his last name so it's just B-L-U I will have a link to his website on the show page for this episode at nhte.net you can buy his music as well as lots of merchandise from his website Plus, of course, you can purchase downloads of Manny's music from iTunes. On his website, you will also see icons for Manny on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. So do be sure to connect with him on social media. I have not mentioned this in a bit, but if you've got questions, you need help with your music career, or even with podcasting, I do offer private one-on-one video consultations. My company, Now Hear This, Inc., has been working with artists on their music careers for over 15 years. In fact, there are articles on the homepage of the website about the two newest clients. And, of course, I've been doing this podcast every week for more than seven years now. Go to nowhearthis.biz, and, of course, that's spelled H-E-A-R, nowhearthis.biz, to not only read about those two newest clients, but for the article titled Video Consultations Now Available, and then use the link in there to get a personal session scheduled with me. Manny, even though country punk has the word country in it, has there been a discussion around 
and this is also based on what we were just talking about, has there been a discussion around do we pitch this music to country stations or to rock stations, or do we pitch it to both? And assuming that there has been a discussion like that, what has the decision been, and how has it gone so far in terms of stations being receptive to this idea of this genre that you've created? That's a good question. A um, lot of lot of conversations about it. Um, you know, uh, country is, is sort of where I identify myself as. So I would say country stations. However, I'm not super. I, I, I do prefer subgenres just because it's it's more indicative of of what the artist uh, sees himself as and, and wants to represent their their work as. Um, and it's and it's I think more specific to. Um, what it is you're going to hear. Um, uh, so to answer your question, I'd, I mean, in an ideal world, I'd pitch the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a song on the radio up in Canada while we were on tour, but uh, we haven't really gone the, the, the radio station route just yet. Uh, we're, we're working on, on uh, really wanting to go with, uh, with a punch. And, uh, you know, I think the projects that we have coming out this year is, uh, is the right ones to do that with. Okay, okay. Well, let's talk about the YouTube series that I mentioned back in the intro. This is pretty fascinating because I feel like you have found a way to bridge the gap between releasing new music, meaning the EP from November, and still not really being able to tour due to the pandemic. Tell the audience about what you're releasing on YouTube every other week and all the details around that. Yeah, um, those those were a lot of fun to, sh- to, to shoot. Um, it's a series called Live and Turned Up which the, the idea was um, to play the songs, uh, play certain songs with the live sort of uh, uh, live adaptation, I guess uh, you can call it. And since we weren't able to tour last year, we, we love performing. And, and I think it's one of our, one of the band's strengths uh, is performing live. And since we weren't able to do that, and we had prepared, uh, you know, our, our stage set up and, and we had prepared ourselves for, for a big year of touring. Uh, you know, we, we wanted to uh, take advantage of that. And I think, uh, uh, you know, a series like Live and Turned Up does exactly that. Um, you know, it, it was shot uh, uh, around the time we came up with the, the term country punk. And uh, I thought it was a really cool way to start showcasing what country punk visually looks like uh you know what we are live and it was a way for us to to get our songs out and 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 kind of showcase you know sort of our energy and uh you know and the band's skill uh to be able to to play live and be entertaining and and be fun so um i like i love the reception we've got on it uh we were able to release uh you know a new song that we haven't released yet uh, but we were able to do that in the live format uh with it um, a song called 95 which is now out and it's a song that I've been really pumped about and uh, and that's a, that's pretty much the epitome of what I would call country punk is, is, is that song and that's sort of our cornerstone so um, it, it's great and, and we've had a lot of fun doing it and we're going to do uh, we're going to do uh, two more volumes of it so the way that you've been talking I'm getting the impression that when people watch live and turned up on your YouTube channel that that's kind of the Manny Blue band, so to speak. In other words, last week on the show, we heard Tiffany Ashton say, no, I just have hired guns that, you know, depending on where I am and what I need, I'll just hire musicians for one performance. But it sounds like you have 
an actual band that you have formed. Is that correct, or or is it <laughs> is it what Tiffany said? And no, they, these guys are my they're my band. Um, we we create everything together. We create the the live show uh, and the way we play the songs live uh, together. Yeah, I have a drummer and a guitar player who've been with me for since I got down to Nashville. They were the first guys okay. that I had hired for my band. Okay. Um, they had played together previously in a different band, uh, and, and so they know each other really well, and, and we, we kind of connected right away. And so we've had players kind of come in and out of that. But uh, So right now we're, we're a trio, and um, I think uh, – you know they they like playing really loud that we're able to to pull that off and uh i figured you know we we've had musicians come in and out for for you know all different reasons and things and um you know i i thought that instead of trying to uh force some chemistry with with the, any other musicians that we would just do it the three of us and rely on each other and and we we trust each other and and we have a lot of fun so um that's that's what i wanted to do and uh, uh, but it's it's definitely a, a sort of uh, a band uh, mentality and a, and a band vibe. Gotcha, gotcha. So in addition to the live and turned up series, you also released the official video for the song "Old Money" two months ago. And wow, congratulations! Already ninety five thousand views on that. And as much as I'm happy to have you talk about the making of that video, like the location, the actors, or I don't know, maybe they were a friend of yours in the video and, and other details about filming it. I'm also curious about the scene right in the middle of the video where the music more or less stops and, and you know, kind of having you connect that scene to the message of the song. So if you don't mind talking about that, it's a great video, listeners. Please do go and watch it on Manny's YouTube channel. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, um, that was a really fun video to shoot. It was probably one I was, uh, I've been, it's the one I've been most involved with uh, up so far and it, and it really mm. um i've gotten to work with a company called gear seven who's a production company uh and they've done all but one of my music videos and um we've had a really good uh relationship and and creative uh, work conversations and um they were you know the more specific my ideas are the easier it is and the better i think that the you know uh the video comes out as far as exactly what it is that i want so um, it was really cool to work on them, and I really had this idea that I want uh, of what exactly I wanted the video to be, and throw some of the message to. And that scene that, you, that you're talking about is it was the uh, the exact idea of you know the the female in the in the video had the option to opt out of you know sort of this um, broken down house that they're going to have to rebuild. Yeah, um, and mm-hmm. Uh, her and, and her and her at that you know at that time current love interest her ex comes in and and he's you know well dressed with a nice car and um, has this you know trying to get her back and and she she doesn't want she you know the love is the love between her and and her new man is uh, is stronger than than you know sort of a lifestyle so um, that's what I wanted to do I had a lot of people you know that were people that I know uh, or friends or, or things like that that had all these concepts of like you know the song's called old money so you should have you know people in sick tuxedos and 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 cool cars and things like that and, mm-hmm. and that was not the, that's not the point of the song the point of the mm-hmm. song is really the strength of love um, and so I wanted 
to really make that obvious in the, in the, the music video. And that's, that's why, you know, I had a really strong, I have a really strong connection to the song. Um, and, and I feel like I wanted to, uh, to really, you know, uh, show what it was that was in my head. Um, and how how I view the song. Um, I mean, everybody can interpret the song however they want. I mean, I'm never gonna yeah. really mm-hmm. say what it's 100 percent about, but it's it's sort of my my point of view and my perspective, and and that's what um, I think we did with the music video. Okay, so where was that video shot? How long did it take? And and were those actors or were those friends of yours that appeared in the video? So there they uh, those were actors that um, you know I got a. a a bunch of videos sent of, uh, of people uh, kind of auditioning for the three roles. And they had asked me, they said, what, you know, uh, pick which ones you think would be best for representing what it is that you are trying to sit, what message you're trying to send. And, mm. you know, I, I remember sitting down and I, I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm, as if I'm the one that's supposed to be, you know, p- picking, I have no <laughs> you know experience in, in, in acting or, or anything like that. And, um, as soon as I found the, as soon as I saw the auditions of, of those three uh, actors, um, I was like, for sure, these are the ones that, wow. that I think will will, uh, will pull out pull off wow. the role really wow. well. And they they all three, I have to say, did an unbelievable job. Yeah. So uh, it it was uh, it we filmed it at a location just outside of Nashville. I forget the town. Okay. Um, but it was about forty five minutes outside of Nashville. Uh, and it, we did it in about a day, uh, a long day, but, um, we did it, we did it in a day, which was, uh, which really cool. And, um, you know, s- sitting behind the, the, the sort of cameras and, and watching the whole thing kind of play out when I'm not, you know, on, on, in the scene, uh, was really cool. And, and talking to the director and, and, uh, you know, talking about things that we wanted to see and, and, and maybe how, um, uh, you know, Things maybe should should, should go. Uh, it was really cool, and it, it, his name is Sean. Sean and Ryan at Gear Seven were unbelievable. So um, it's really cool to be in a in a creative space with people who are brilliant at what they do, um, and and sort of talk ideas and and talk vision and, and things like that. So um, there were a lot of scenes shot, and I had no idea how they were going to put it all together for a three minute uh, <laughs> video, and 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 they pulled it off and did an unbelievable job. So and how, um, and I have how. to say that it's, uh, I'm super, super proud of, of the video. I'm proud of the song and, and the whole, the whole project. So um, I'm glad that, uh, that you enjoyed the video. So were the scenes that just show you and, or you and the band filmed the same day as the scenes with the actors or was it separate days? No, they were the same days. Wow. Same day. That was a long day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of moving of furniture and uh, and things like that, but uh, it, it came it came off uh, really really well, and um, it was really fun. You know, the other music videos I had done, I've been mo- predominantly in it, so I haven't really seen, you know, from the outside point of view. Gotcha. Um, I, I wanted mm-hmm. actors specifically in this one for the same reason that I don't have really an acting background, um, uh, so. I wanted the I, to me the message and, and the look of the video was most important to me. So I could put that ego aside um, and, and mm. really do what I do, which is which is play the song and and, and uh, you know sing it. Uh, but gotcha. um, you know sitting on the other side of the camera for for a good bit of of the filming was uh, was really cool and 
and I think that had something to do with with why it came came across um, exactly the way I had it in my head. So present day now, obviously as as we're doing here on this very interview, you can still promote the EP from November. Yeah, you do have the YouTube series going live and turned up, but it sounds to me like you're either writing new material or there's material that's already been written that maybe you're recording. I mean, it is now I'm going to flip it the other way and say, Manny, you just released an EP in November and it sounds like maybe you've got more new music planned for 2021. Yeah. Not being on the road, um, you know, is kind of a, a double-edged sword. It, it's not, I, I, my favorite thing to do is sing and, and be out and, and playing shows and, and seeing people. Um, and, you know, not having that, that option uh, really kind of takes a second. We, you know, we took a second and, 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 just, and figured out what it is that we wanted to do. Um, and we should, we will be putting out a lot of stuff uh, this year since we're not touring. We, we got the live and turned up. Um, volume one is, is, is we're in the middle of releasing it. We're going to, we're about to film in two weeks, uh, volume two. Um, we have, uh, you know, in, in the spring, we're going to have uh, an EP coming out. Wow. And uh, and it looks like we might have enough songs to do another EP for the fall. So, wow, wow, yeah, I should have asked you to clarify the live and turned up YouTube series. As I mentioned, it's biweekly. What is the? I don't want to say uh, expiration date, but in other words, how long will you continue to release videos as part of the live and turned up series? Um, well, we will be probably going up until September. Um, wow. until we, wow. yeah, we're going to, we're going to do, uh, sort of two more days of, of filming of that. So that we did those six, we did six songs in, in, in a day, um, which three are out now and we're releasing till early April. Uh, once that's all out, we're going to start releasing new sort of, I don't know if you call it official content or, or, or studio recordings. Um, and in between there as well, uh, we're going to be uh, releasing more live and turned up, uh, you know, the, the stuff that we're going to be shooting in, in a week or two. Fantastic. So we should be having stuff come out almost almost every two weeks, whether that's uh, music videos or live and turned up or, uh, or actual uh, studio recordings from a project. Well, for those of you in the audience who are aspiring performers, I hope you're taking notes here because Manny is giving you a lesson in, okay, so what do we do as it looks like? Hopefully the pandemic is maybe winding down, but here we are with not all music venues still being open. We can't go out on tour, already released an EP. What else can we do to fill the time? And Manny's giving you a great lesson here, and he just told you all the way up until September of content that he's going to be putting out, like he said, whether it's continuing the Live and Turned Up series, whether it's releasing a new EP, whether it's other video content. So these are all great, great insights that you're getting here. Manny, I wonder, you know, back in the intro, I mentioned that last year you hit the 1 million mark in terms of combined total streams across numerous platforms. So tying this all together now, coming full circle, looking back to the days when you were transitioning from an MMA fighter to doing music, could you have ever imagined such a milestone? And and I guess for that matter, as you stand back and look at that achievement, at that number, what thought or thoughts, plural, go through your head, say, in terms of, okay, a million streams, where do I need to go from here now that I've reached a million? 
Yeah, well, a million on a song as opposed to the whole thing would be great. Um, but I think, you know, it, it's it's just so motivating and, and wants me, you know, it makes me want to keep going and, and, and do more. Um, and I think we're, we're going to do that this year with all the, all the content we're, we're, we're getting ready to, to release. Um, so it, uh, yeah, back to your, your question though, you know, the day that I decided to, uh, the day I decided to officially stop getting punched in the face and, and, and <laughs> try out a music career to where we are now, um, you know, it's been a, it's been a few years, uh, you know, that was back in 2014. Um, that I had made that decision and um, was able to, you know, it, it's all about creating that base so that you can, you know, strong enough base and a strong enough foundation that you can, you can build upon uh, other things and, and, and be super versatile and, and be able to do a lot of, a lot of cool things. So um, we're really in a cool spot right now um, with, with the things that we're able to do uh, and, and, and the guys that I have around me and, and my entire team uh, that help out with with everything. So um, it's just, it's, it's great. It's fun. Uh, we're having a blast and we just want to, we just want all the, everything to keep growing, you know, um, you can never have too many streams on a song, so that's sort of where we're at. <laughs> but I also love that you said this is a lot of fun. We're having a blast because it is a business, and obviously, as we just heard, there's a lot of work that's going into everything that is bringing these results. But it is important to step aside for a minute and remember, hey, we got to make sure we're having some fun doing this. And it sounds like, especially when you talked about having a couple guys that have been playing with you right since you got to Nashville, that I shouldn't be surprised to hear you say, we're having a blast. Well, and when I came to Nashville, um, uh, my first sort of drinking buddy was was my drummer. And, um, you know, we we, we had a lot of fun. you know, he was showing me around. He'd been here for five years before I moved. So he knew a lot more places than I did uh, and a lot more people. So I was able to meet a whole community of songwriters, artists, musicians, people that work with each other and, and, and do things. And, um, you know, that, that sort of, that sort of bond and that friendship with, with, with my two, with my two musicians have been, have only grown stronger. And, you know, I'm starting to really hit my stride as far as uh, knowing exactly what it is that I want to hear, um, which which sort of, it all starts sort of with me. Um, and when I got to town, I obviously didn't have that, that knowledge. So it was kind of more of a, hey, let's see if you like this. Let's see if you like that. Let's, let's work as opposed to now where it's a lot more like, hey, this is what we're trying to do. How do we make this happen? And, and we all kind of hop on board and, and, and try to figure out the best way to do that. So... Um, yeah, we're, we're, I mean, at the end of the day, we're, we're playing music, right? Like there's all, there's all the business stuff and all the, all the things that we have to worry about. But at the end of the day, it ultimately comes down to, to we're playing music or playing songs and, and it's, uh, you know, it doesn't get better than that. That's great. That's great. Well, we're going to close today with another song from the new Inc. EP, one called Born to Ride. Manny, before I let you go, tell the audience all about this song, please. Uh, Born to Ride was, uh, um, you know, a song that came in that batch for the new Ink uh, EP, and uh, I just thought it was fun. I, I, you know, I kind of it's got the, a bit more of a driving tempo, which I love. Um, it's it, you know, it's another <laughs> another uh, a love song, and um, you know, just wanting to you know take off with that person and, and experience life together. So um, that's you know, uh, the the writers were. 
Josh Osborne, uh, Ross Copperman, and uh, Red Atkins, and and they obviously did an unbelievable job. Um, a couple of couple of big writers on that and and the funny thing is i don't get to see you know most of the time who are the writers while i'm listening to the demos i i find out afterwards when i'm interested in songs mm. i get the lyrics and on the lyric sheet has the writers so i i thought it was a prank or a joke or something but wow. um it was super cool to see those names on it and obviously uh you know we we had a lot of fun making that music video as well and 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 um uh you know, it's a song that we still, you know, we keep in our set and we're going to keep playing. Well, Manny, congratulations. It's been a few months, but congratulations on the, the EP from November. Congratulations on the 95,000 views on Old Money. Congratulations on, my gosh, there's so much success that you're having. This new live and turned up series and it sounds like there's going to be a lot more for us all to watch for from you in 2021. So all the best, and I appreciate you coming on now here this entertainment. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. Listeners, that will do it for another episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to recording artist and guitar player Manny Blue. Do visit his official website at mannybluemusic.com. And again, his last name is spelled B-L-U. There is no E at the end. I will have a link to his website on the show page for this episode, though, at nhte.net. As I said before, you can buy his music as well as lots of merchandise from his website. Plus, of course, you can purchase downloads of Manny's music from iTunes, both the latest EP, which is called New Ink, that you've heard us talking about, and other music that he has put out before that. On his website, you will also see icons for Manny on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. So do be sure to connect with him on social media. I myself already liked his Facebook page. I followed him on Twitter and Instagram, so please do the same. For that matter, tell Manny that you heard him and his music on Now Hear This Entertainment. What can I help you with? As I said earlier, if you've got questions, you need help with your music career or even with podcasting, I do offer private one-on-one video consultations. My company, Now Hear This Incorporated, has been working with artists on their music careers for over 15 years, and of course I've been doing this podcast every week for more than seven years, go to nowhearthis.biz, that's H-E-A-R, nowhearthis.biz, read about the newest clients, and look for the article titled Video Consultations Now Available, and then use the link in there to get a personal session scheduled with me. For now, that will do it for episode 370. Thanks ever so much for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Manny Blue. This is the one he just talked about called Born to Ride. Ah uh-huh.